2 Thessalonians chapter 2. All right. Uh, Brother Tom, would you read uh, verses 1 through 10? Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as, the day, as that the day of the Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a fallen away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God, sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withhold it that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming in is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceitful, deceitfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Amen. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. I pray, Lord, you'll um, meet with us now, and I pray, Lord, you'll be with us in these last days. Thank you amen. for always being there for us and seeing us to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's break this down a little bit tonight. Uh, the Bible talks about uh, the day of the Lord when Jesus comes again, amen, uh, Jesus will and is coming again. We just sang that hymn, he is coming again. Maybe morning, maybe noon, maybe evening, and maybe soon, but I'm going to say this, it's surely soon. It, he is coming soon. He's coming very soon, our Lord and Savior, as he promised. Uh, he came already. Uh, he was here and he died on a cross for us. And just as he came uh, that time, he's, he promised he will come back again, and he will come back again. The Bible says, don't be uh, shaken in mind. Don't be troubled. Uh, don't be uh, discouraged. Jesus uh, will come again. And either way, uh, we will see our Lord one day face to face. And that is the only time you will become like him, the Bible says, for we shall see him as he is. What troubles us the most is this sinful body. Our bodies are riddled with sin and lust. And God gives us the grace, though, uh, and we need to have the heart, so, to not obey it in the lust thereof. Uh, if you obey your bodies, uh, that means your heart was turned away from the Lord. you got to keep 
your heart on the Lord. And the Bible says, and walk in the spirit and ye will not obey the lust of your flesh. You're not going to fulfill the lust of your flesh. You're not going to fulfill the lust of your mind. Uh, as the devil tempts us and lures us away, and lures our hearts away. Uh, that's when we get away from our walk with the Lord. That's when we get away from uh, striving to please him and do what he wants us to do. But oh, to be like Jesus is the times when uh, we, we feel the best in our life. Oh, to be like Jesus is the times when we have the most peace in our hearts. Amen. Oh, to be like Jesus, that's the times when uh, it doesn't matter the troubles around us. It doesn't matter uh, f- the finances in our life and, and how work is going. None of that matters. Uh, why? Because we're with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says Jesus will come again. Jesus told the disciples in John, he said, I will come again. Uh, if it were not so, I will tell you. But behold, I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there ye may be also. In verse 3, the Bible says, let no man deceive you. Don't let anyone deceive you. Uh, in the last days, there's going to be deceivers going out. We are in the last days. Uh, the world knows we are in the last days. Uh, the world knows that there, we have hit a turning point, a breaking point, a point of no return, a point that has uh, issued us into a new age. And they even call it biblical uh, age or biblical proportion or, or even the last days they will call it. Uh, because that's what the Bible calls it, and it is the last days. And we know it. There's a spirit, a different spirit uh, that has entered into this world, a different spirit that has entered into the air. There's a different spirit uh, that is pulling away our children, that is pulling away uh, us as Christians. And the Bible says, uh, don't be deceived. Don't let any man deceive you uh, by any means. Uh, there are many means of the devil. The devil attracts us. Uh, the devil deceives us, and he uses many means, many different ways, ways that you uh, would have never thought of, uh, ways that he uh, creeps into the back door. He gets into your home. He gets into your life. He gets into every possible way he can. By every mean possible, the devil will attack you. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. Oh, that day, uh, the day of the Lord Jesus Christ, when he comes back. Now, the Bible says that uh, before his judgment time, we were going to be taken out of this world. Thank the Lord. And we shall meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be uh, with the Lord. And God is going to rain down his judgment uh, and open up the pits of hell upon this earth for the judgment, uh, the judgment of their unbelief, the judgment of everything they've done against the, uh, his true church, the judgment that everything they've done against God himself. And they're going to judge, God is going to judge this wicked world because of their unbelief, because they've not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God, the Bible says. Uh, but that day shall not come unless there come a falling away first. Uh, why? Because uh, the devil is going to be full, uh, full-time working on Christians, uh, full-time working on churches. And we have hit a time where it's been not like any other time in history. Uh, before in history, uh, yeah, there was much persecution. But that persecution, especially if you're in a Bible school now, you learned uh, that persecution brought uh, more people to, to Christ. Persecution spread the gospel further. 
Persecution spread the gospel in areas where uh, it was never spread before. Amen. And more people got saved when when God's uh, children got persecuted. But here you have a falling away. And this is the first time in ever in history where Christians are falling away from the Lord. Their their walks are failing. Their hearts are failing uh, for fear. And and uh, men and women are getting into pleasures more than uh, they're uh, more than lovers of God. They're becoming more lovers of pleasure and diving into ease and diving into uh, things of the flesh and diving into uh, the world and trying to also have a heart for God. But the two doesn't mix. So uh, they take on a false spirit and then it becomes worse. Now, the Bible says, let no man deceive you except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. This son of perdition, uh, he's not going to be revealed. This is the Antichrist. He's not going to be revealed until, as we see in verses uh, 5 or 6 and 7, that the Holy Spirit, in verse 6, and now he, ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Uh, that is the Holy Spirit of God right there. And the Holy Spirit of God, his mission is to convict this world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, to gather all people unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if I be lifted up on the cross, I will draw. Uh, that means to pull in. That means to pull into himself. He's going to draw. He's going to pull you. He's going to pull you. He's going to pull this world. He's going to pull every single uh, boy, girl, woman, man unto himself, Jesus said. He loves everybody. He doesn't love one person more uh, than any other. He loves the whole world. For God so loved the world. He loved us. And not only loved us, he so loved us. He so loved us so much uh, that he gave his only begotten son. I could never give my own son for anybody. Uh, but God himself gave his own son uh, for you and me. And we are not worth uh, a can of corn. But Jesus himself gave his own life. Uh, for you and me, that we can be with him forever. What love is this? We'll never understand that. Uh, but the Bible says that the Holy Spirit of God, uh, when the gift of the Holy Spirit at the day of Pentecost uh, was given, that is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will go back up at that time. And that's when the Antichrist is going to be revealed. That day has come. He's not gone yet, the Holy Spirit, but let me say this. He is packing his bags. It is in preparation time. You could feel it in the air. Uh, there, there has come even on this church. There has come even on, this, uh, on all Christians. There has come on the church of the living God an ease, a, almost a, a, a stagnant time where it's harder to read our Bibles. It's harder to pray. It's harder to witness. It's harder to live right. It's harder to walk with God. It's harder to trust God. It's harder to stand for God. Why? Because of that falling away. But Christian, we don't need to uh, fall uh, because the Bible says there will be a falling away. We need to do everything in our power to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, and having done all to stand, stand. Therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. Be ready always to preach the gospel to every creature which is under heaven. Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it 
is the power of God to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Or we must be ready always to give an answer to them that asketh us of the hope that is in us with meekness and fear. There's times we will fall. Oh, but God knows. God's warned us. We don't need to be shaken in mind. You're going to see uh, in your person, you can't do what you uh, want to do for Christ. But you know what? The Apostle Paul said the same thing. He said, in my body dwelleth no good thing. The things I want to do, I don't do them. The things that I don't want to do, those are the things I want to do. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Who shall deliver me? Only Christ Jesus, my Lord, who had delivered us. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ, he went on to the cross. Uh, he bore uh, mocking. Have you ever been mocked before in your life? Oh, he bore that for us. You know, he bore um, the, uh, the agony of the cross. He bore the suffering. He bore um, that shame for us. And, you know, we don't need to bear any shame of our sin any longer. When you repent of your sins to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says he cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Amen. And you can get up off your knees after you confess your sins to the Lord and you can stand and say, you know what? I'm not ashamed of it anymore. I'm freed. Why? Because he bore that shame on the cross for you. Where did that shame go? He bore it 2,000 years ago. You mean if I sin tomorrow and I feel so ashamed of what I did, I can go before the Lord and the Lord bore that shame that's where it goes that's where it dissipates it's gone where did my shame go where did my guilt go the Lord took it away 2,000 years ago on that cross he bore our shame you don't have to uh, have your head down any longer you don't have to have uh, any reason to uh, fear you don't have to have any reason to stay down yeah, there will be a falling away. But listen, we still have the Holy Spirit of God. He's not gone yet. And he still is powerful. And he still wants people to get saved more than ever. Up to the last moment, after the last, to the last trump. And uh, the dead in Christ shall rise. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him to meet the Lord in the air. The Holy Spirit is not gone yet. But the Bible says before he goes, there will be a falling away. There will be a falling away. I don't want to be a part of that falling away. Uh, it's not a full falling away. It will be some people that fall away. But let's not be uh, falling away in this church. Let's be moving forward. Let's be rising up. And notice, let's take it as a warning. There will be uh, people that uh, will head off a cliff, but I don't want to head off a cliff. I'm going to turn around and go the other way, amen? Uh, you take it as a warning and, and be not deceived by any means, the Bible says. Don't get deceived in your life. Uh, take these warnings and heed these warnings. There's times like everybody. I tell people all the time, listen, uh, if you fall, that is now the time. Well, Pastor, I'm done. I already messed up. No, it's not. You're not done. Let's go over to Matthew chapter 26. Matthew 26. Oh, Peter, the apostle Peter. You know, the apostle Peter, he was an amazing man, strong man. Simple, strong man, fisherman type guy. Hardworking man, family man. And Peter, he told the Lord, he's done, he stood up for God. 
Bible says in the garden, he sliced that man's ear off. Malchus' servant, right? Sliced his ear clean off. Jesus picked up that ear and put it back. He said, Peter, what are you doing with that sword? Peter said, you told me to get this sword. Peter, I know I did, but you're not going to live by that sword any longer. Told you to get it to show you something. Right? That's what God does for us sometimes. Teaches us. Even in the last hour, God was teaching Peter. Even in the last hours of the, of, uh, in the garden, he was still teaching Peter. Still helping him. In the very last moments, you know, the Lord never gives up on us. And we, when we think he's done with us, he's still teaching us. Here, Peter, he told the Lord, Lord, I will never deny you. I will die for you. And now you have Peter. The Bible says in verse 69 of 26. Go ahead, Brother Tom. You want to read that? 69 of verse 26. Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also was with Jesus of Galilee. Here, he, a, a damsel was a little girl. This little girl came up to Peter. Peter, a strong man. Peter, a man of faith, a man of courage, a man of action. Peter seen the Lord transfigured before him. Peter, this is Peter, the apostle Peter, whom whom God himself endowed with the gifts of the apostles to raise people from the dead, to heal people, to cast out devils, the three gifts of the apostles that the 12 apostles had. Peter had this. And Peter walked with Christ, and a little girl came up to him. That was with Jesus, but he denied. All oh, in this time, look in verse 75. At the end, he says, and he went out and wept bitterly after he denied the Lord. He wept. He wept bitterly. Oh, Christian, is there times in your life where you go through weeping? Is there times in your life where you go through sorrow? Is there times in your life where you, you, you expected to never walk away from God? I will never walk away from the Lord again. Lord, I promise you with all my heart. All Peter had just vowed to the Lord before this, Lord, I will never deny you. I will die before I denied you. And it only took a little girl to come and say, weren't you with the Lord? I wasn't with him. Oh, what, how it quickly turned, how our flesh becomes so weak uh, when we're not prepared for it. How our flesh uh, becomes so weak when the devil comes our way and attacks us in an area we never expected, and the devil, by every means possible, will see you destroyed. But the blood of Jesus Christ has already conquered the destroyer. The blood of Jesus Christ has already bore the shame that you uh, would sin and commit. The blood of Jesus Christ has already purged us from our sins. The blood of Jesus Christ has already washed us from our sins. He told Peter, Peter, before the cock crows, 
thou shalt deny me thrice. The Lord already knew. Peter went and wept bitterly, the Bible says. He couldn't handle this. He couldn't handle the, the fact that he denied the Lord. He couldn't handle the fact that he had just vowed to the Lord that he would never deny him. And how many times have we went back on our word and how many times have we told the Lord, Lord, we'll never, I'll never fall in this sin again. I'll never commit this sin. I'll never uh, do that. I'll never go here. I'll never uh, drink this again. I'll never smoke that again. I'll never listen to this, Lord. I'm going to uh, walk with you from here on out. I'm going to read my Bible, Lord. And then our flesh gets weak and we cannot handle what's upon us. And he wept and wept bitterly, the Bible says. Surely there will be a falling away, as the Bible says. And Jesus said to the disciples, this night all of you will be scattered. Oh, it's true. It's true. But he went out and wept bitterly. He wept bitterly. He wept bitterly. Why? Because his Lord was taken from him. He wept bitterly. Why? Because his Lord was taken from him. He wept bitterly because he denied the Lord. But you know, the Lord didn't leave him. The Lord didn't leave him uh, because of Peter's sin. No. The Lord left him for his sin. To die on the cross for his sin. Right. You know, Jesus hasn't gone anywhere. Jesus has gone somewhere for us. In our place. He has ascended to the heavens and is sat on the right hand of the Father. And his blood speaks for every sin, past, present, and future you can ever commit. Friend, there is no reason ever to succumb to the devil's tricks, to, to succumb to the devil's attacks, to succumb to the devil's deception. The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Our best times, I tell people, sometimes is when we come back to the Lord. It's a blessing not to fall away from the Lord, but surely it's a, a great blessing when we come back. It's a blessing, of course, not to sin against God, but surely it's a great blessing when we get on our knees and cry out to God and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I don't deserve you. You are the only true Savior. Thank you for saving me. Oh, what a greater blessing that is to be able to feel clean again. Oh, what a greater blessing it is to remind ourselves, you know what? This is why I need the Lord. I am not able to do this on my own. I am not able to take another step without you. God was showing Peter something here. The Bible says he went out and wept bitterly. But the Lord never left him. The Lord was always there for him. And later on, he would show himself and speak to Peter personally and say, Peter, if you love me, where are you going to feed my sheep? I'm going to be there for you, Peter. You feed my sheep. You take care of I'm entrusting in you the unsearchable riches of heaven. And let's go back to First Thessalonians or Second Thessalonians, and we're going to close.
The Bible says in verse 8, And then shall that wicked be revealed. Oh, there is somebody working behind the scenes against you. The wicked one. That is the Antichrist who, is, who will be possessed by Satan himself. And he is the one who right now, I believe, is alive and behind the scenes, I believe, personally controlling everything right now behind the scenes. He won't be revealed, though, till we're gone. And that's just a personal, a personal opinion that he's alive right now and behind the scenes. We don't know this until we're gone out of here. The Lord takes us out. Then he's going to be revealed, the Bible says. Don't try to figure out who the Antichrist is. You're not going to know. Verse 8 says, and then shall that wicked be revealed. The Holy Spirit has to be out of here. We, uh, we're going to be going with them, amen? And then after that, that's, who the, that's when the Antichrist will be revealed. Not to worry about him right now. But you can see, the Bible says, uh, whose working is after Satan. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders. Verse 10, with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Oh, God wishes that all this world gets saved, but the devil himself, with all deceivableness, with every trick, with every um, snare possible, he is keeping people from getting saved, from receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says right here, with all deceivableness, with all deceivableness, that they might not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Oh, the devil wishes them to go to hell. Jesus wishes us to go to heaven. The devil wishes them to go to hell. And he's going to take many with him. Christian, there is no time to stay stagnant. Don't let your sin put you stagnant. You rise up and rejoice in the blood of Christ. Amen. Don't let your uh, frailties and your um, shortcomings keep you stagnant. You rise up and rejoice in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Don't let your flesh keep you stagnant. You rise up and rejoice in that new spirit that God has given you. And you go and proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ and save people from a dying devil's hell. One day they will be casted in a lake of fire and then it would be too late. You say, why would God do that? Oh, he has done everything possible to keep them out. But they must receive the Lord Jesus Christ. They must. And that is something everyone can do. God didn't say you have to give a million dollars. There's people who can't do it. God didn't say you have to keep all these commandments. There's people who can't do it. Nobody can do that. There, uh, God didn't say you have to climb this mountain. No, there's people who can't do it. God only says, you know what, I'm going to do it for you. All you got to do is believe in me. That is something that everyone can do. Why won't they do it? Because of this world and the devil deceives them. Friends, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived into laying still. Rise up and do something great for God. The devil's going to send tricks your way to keep you stagnant. In every way, shape, or form. In ways you've never thought were possible. 
the devil's going to get you. Don't be one of them who falls away. Let's pray. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would look down on us, have mercy. Lord, we are people who are, who are frail and easily to be deceived. That's why you're warning us not to be deceived. I pray, O oh Lord, that you would keep us from this wicked spirit, Father, that almost resembles Christ. It's an antichrist. It's so deceptive, and it pulls us away very easily, Lord. And we begin to trust it, and we begin to listen to it, and it begins to override your voice in our lives. But Lord, wake us up and let us hear your voice and be able to distinguish between truth and error and the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Father, in every, uh, Lord, voice that's around us, may we block out to see you and you alone. Lord, even despite of our own sin and our own flesh, keep us close to you in all that we say and do, may it be glorifying to you. Lord, may you raise this church up to do some great things in these last days. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Would you come down and pray tonight and ask the Lord, Lord, help me to win one soul to you before this year is out. We have November and December. Would you come down and make a pledge, Lord? Give me one soul to lead to Christ before the end of the year. One soul. Help me to bring one soul to Christ. I want to ask you to make that one pledge to the Lord. Lord, I want to lead one soul to Christ. Help me to do that. To bring one soul, just one. Just one. Just one. Jesus said the field is white unto harvest. He said people don't listen. Jesus said the field was white unto harvest. That means they're ready to get saved. But he said the laborers are few. The devil has been very crafty to get us to stay home, to get us to stay in, to get us stopping to spread the gospel how shall they hear though without a preacher Lord give me one soul Lord before this year is out give me one soul Maybe your neighbor. Maybe your friend. Maybe a family member. Maybe a co-worker. Give me one soul, Lord. Stay, but he washed it.
white as snow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be in mind also, Harvest Sunday, this Sunday. Get people out. Invite them out. Uh, ladies, fill your car up with kids. Bring them out. You know, back in the day, we used to stuff kids in the trunk, in the back seats, and 20 kids per car, right? <laughs> Remember that? Now they need car seats and booster seats, all that. Uh, but a long time ago, you just fill, pack your car, have kids on the top, and amen. <laughs> However possible, though, amen, bring the kids out. Bring them out to church, amen. All right, let's close in prayer. Ask God to bless this week and bless uh, the Harvest Sunday. Father, I thank you, Lord, for a great uh, week, Lord, this far. Lord, I pray you protect us uh, from that wicked one who desires to sift us like wheat, desires to destroy our life, Lord. Desire to stop us from being an effective soul winner, an effective Christian, an effective uh, person, Lord, for the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, that you'll put a hedge about this church. I pray you put a hedge about our lives, put a hedge about our bodies, put a hedge about, Lord, all that you've blessed us with. Lord, I pray you put a hedge about it, Father. Lord, that we may be a, an elite special group for the Lord Jesus Christ in these last days. Give us power, Lord, to tread over scorpions, Lord, and serpents. Give us power and grace to move about in this world, uh, Lord, where the fire does not quench us, Lord, and, uh, Father, not even singe our garments as the three Hebrew boys. Lord, I pray that you would give us that power and grace, Lord, as we maneuver through this world to be a light for the Lord Jesus Christ and for the gospel. I pray, Lord, you'll protect our families. Give us grace, Father, a time of grace, and help us to use that time of grace, Lord, to uh, empower ourselves in your word and in prayer. And, Lord, be willing uh, to preach the gospel, Lord, and not uh, wallow in our uh, misery and sadness and sorrow, Lord, but to rejoice in the joy of Christ and all that he's done for us. Lord, help us to lift our heads up now, to stand for you, to get up as Christians, and to get moving once again. In his name we pray, amen. 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 God bless you.